Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Paula in Madrid, Spain, Eleanor, and Erica. Paula, Eleanor, and Erica, I hope all three of you have awesome birthdays. Thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. Grown-ups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Storm Magic. Enjoy! I would like to tell you about a friend of mine. Their name is Finn and they were in the middle of some really strange happenings a few weeks ago. But for a while before that, Finn had started to change. They got really focused on doing whatever they decided to do better than they did it the day before. I'll let some of Finn's friends tell you what was going on. We used to hang out together a lot. We would go on walks around Freshwater Lake and watch Lucky and the Ducks swimming and just take our time. But Finn started making every walk some kind of competition with themselves, where each time they had to walk faster and walk more steps than the time before. I use a cane, and I can't always keep up at high speeds. So it was less fun for me once they started focusing more on improving themselves or whatever than on enjoying our time together. I 
don't really see them anymore. Finn loves freshwater lake. Fly fishing in the lake is one of their favorite hobbies, and mine too. But I don't know if it's really a hobby for them anymore. They started keeping track of how many fish they were catching each time and comparing it against what they'd caught before, and now there's all this pressure on it. I used to love listening to them geek out about the difference between dry flies and wet flies and streamers and all that, but they've gotten really intense about it lately. Almost like they can't talk about anything else when we're fishing. They don't really listen to me. It's like my friend disappeared. Can you hear what was happening? Everything became about self-improvement to Finn, to the point where they had stopped taking care of their friendships and only focused on themselves. That's when they started to become invisible. It only happened when they were really focused on self-improvement, but because that was happening more and more, Finn was invisible and alone more and more often. On the day I want to tell you about, Finn was down at Freshwater Lake, fly fishing, alone. Finn spent most of their time at this point focused on themselves, so Finn was completely invisible most of the time. On this day, Finn looked up from a cast and saw a pair of ravens hopping along the side of the lake. It's not unusual to see ravens around freshwater. Most of them are playful birds who mind their own business and eat whatever they can find. But these ravens had learned a selfish kind of magic, and they wanted more than what they needed. Finn listened to the birds as they hopped closer. But are you sure there is no one here who can overhear us? Croaked one of the ravens. No, you can see there's not, said the other. There's not a soul around apart from those annoying ducks, and they're all the way over on the other side of the lake. Ugh, those ducks, croaked the first raven. Always quacking. And that swan. Ugh. And those dragons. Oh. At least the dragons are sleeping at the bottom of the lake. And that weird Nessie is in Scotland this time of year. Like I was saying, if you're sure no one can overhear us... I don't mind saying that I know of a good way to get rid of them. Get rid of who? All of them. Anyone who's ever annoyed us on the lake, we'll have the lake all to ourselves. But I don't even really like fish, the second raven said. It's better than eating scraps, isn't it? The second raven agreed, and the first raven outlined her plan. We will put a glamour on ourselves so that anyone looking at us will see only the lake water whipping up and thrashing around in a squall like Freshwater Lake has never seen. They will all be so scared of the storm, they'll leave freshwater without ever knowing it's just an illusion. 
Even the dragons sleeping below will see a storm on the surface and leave in fear. Then it will just be us and all the fish we can eat. The second raven loved this plan, and the two magic birds sat there a long time talking about how happy they would be after this storm. But wait, the first raven croaked. You're sure no one is listening to us? I thought I heard something splash nearby before. At this, Finn froze. The raven had heard when they cast their line. But you know, we looked all around and there was no one, said the second raven. It's just that there's a counterspell for the storm we're going to make, and if someone overheard us and used it, all our plans would be ruined. What's the counterspell, sister? Those who are invisible can see past the glamour. If two invisible people jump into the lake hand in hand when the false storm is at its peak, it will ruin our magic. But, but there, there is, is no, no one who knows, who knows it. Both ravens cried, and they laughed loudly, screaming and croaking. <laughs> <laughs> While the ravens were distracted laughing, Finn ran back towards town. They had to tell someone the counterspell. They thought surely someone like me, who knew so many magic tales of fresh water, would know two invisible people who could hold hands and jump in the lake. But when Finn started to approach people in fresh water, the strangest thing happened. Nobody saw them. Not the friend they hiked around the lake with, not the friend they fly-fished with, not me or my wife or our little dogs Cheese and Sherlock, not even Finn's own family. Finn was left with one conclusion. They were invisible. Finn sat down right where they were and <laughs> cried for a minute. Being invisible is terribly lonely. But then they realized that being invisible meant that they were halfway to the counterspell that would save Freshwater Lake from the greedy ravens. But where could they find another invisible person when they couldn't even ask for help? Finn cried out of helplessness as well as loneliness as they made their way back to the lake. As Finn sat down next to their fishing rod in despair, they heard an unexpected voice. Why are you crying? Finn looked up to see a kid, their own age that they'd never seen before. Where Finn was well-fed and healthy, this kid looked hungry and worn down. Her clothes looked like they'd spent months outside, and like maybe she'd been in them when they had. You can see me? Finn sniffled. But I'm invisible. The kid smiled bitterly. I don't have a home like you do anymore. I have to see everything, even what's invisible, to take care of myself. 
People can't see me either. I see you. The girls smiled a little more hopefully now. My name is Madge. You can use she and her pronouns if you talk to other people about me. I'm Finn. They and them pronouns. I promise I will. And I'll talk to you as well. And Finn explained to Madge about the ravens and their greedy magic plot. Just then, the wind around Freshwater Lake started to whip and howl, and the children knew the ravens had begun their spell. Finn had to shout for Madge to hear them, even though they stood right next to each other, and even though they could both see through the magic, knowing the storm wasn't real. But Finn was glad to have someone to see and hear them, no matter how hard it was. And when Madge shouted back over the roaring wind, Finn strained their ears to hear her, because now they understood what a gift it was to truly hear and see someone else. The greedy ravens croaked and cackled as the storm rose, seeming to churn up freshwater lake like a squall on the open sea. Unnatural breakers seemed to crash on each other, sending the sleeping dragons of old Akvanova soaring high into the air in fear, and lucky the poor ducklings scrambling out of the lake as quickly as they could manage with their little webbed feet. The ravens laughed and laughed, and Madge and Finn turned to each other, with their hands clasped tightly together. Both invisible children jumped into Freshwater Lake as one. As soon as their heads disappeared under the surface, the magic broke and the enchanted lake calmed. The two dragons touched down gently on the smooth lake, and even though they were rivals, they nosed each other's wings in relieved concern. Lucky and her duckling friends waddled back onto the glassy surface, honking loudly and huddled together for comfort as they slowly swam around to readjust to the placid lake. The selfish ravens croaked in dismay and flapped away. Oh no! Oh, shut. Finn and Madge surfaced in the calm lake, still holding hands, and laughed for the <laughs> exhilaration of having thwarted the bad magic. Yeah! The ducklings started chuckling along with them, and Lucky called over, Come swim with us! Finn and Madge were no longer invisible. And the rest of that day, the dragons of Aquanova swam lazy circles around the young birds and humans alike as they played together in Freshwater Lake and shared the simple, profound joy of being seen and valued for exactly who you are. That was Storm Magic. Written by Danny Martinek. Produced by Tessa Flannery. Performed by Imani Russell, Chad Shanai, Tessa Flannery, and me, Rebecca Cunningham. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. 
Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And grownups, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and remember, I believe in you. Yes.